You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I'm so thrilled today to have my friend Chelsea Geed on the podcast. And as I am recording this, I actually just wrapped up some amazing coaching with Chelsea. I got to be on the client side and ask her all sorts of questions about her zone of genius, which is people and hiring and getting the right people in the right seats in your business and making sure that you're only doing the things that really light you up. It was some of the most impactful coaching that I've ever had. We got right to the core of it. We got so many things in place that I've never had in place before, (laughs) embarrassingly enough, like a mission statement and core values and things that you kind of know in the back of your head but are good to get on paper and I had never done that before. And Chelsea helped me with it all the while, you know, making sure that everything lined up with my strengths finder results, my core strengths, to make sure that everything that I was doing on a daily basis was what gets me excited. And then the stuff that does not get me excited and that I avoid can be delegated to members of my team, whether those members exist or whether it brings to attention the fact that maybe we need another team member. It was it was just so good and I'm so thrilled that I went through it with her and we actually did this interview a while before I did that coaching with Chelsea and so listening to this interview again it's even more interesting now that a lot of this that she walks through she's walked through personally with me so I can say from personal experience this girl really knows what she's talking about she is so incredibly talented and she just she knows how to run a business the right way. Chelsea Geed is the owner of Chelsea's Boutique in downtown Sioux Falls, a women's boutique that focuses on the empowerment of women. With over 10 years experience of owning and operating this business, Chelsea decided to launch a new venture in 2019, Business on Purpose, which is a business and life coaching company and digital courses curated to help women entrepreneurs take control of their business instead of their business controlling them. She's also a host of Underneath the Clothes podcast and a certain Certified Strengths Finder coach who is passionate about this personality assessment and the way it dra- dramatically changed her life, and she loves sharing her story to inspire others. Chelsea's on the podcast today to talk all about Strengths Finder and how it can really be a secret weapon in your business, especially as you identify the right people to hire and when to hire. I'm so excited to welcome her to the show. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining me today on Take It Personally. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for having me. I'm really, really excited. Yeah, and it's fun to be able to do this in person, It too. is, yeah. So for those who maybe know you or don't don't know everything about you, mm-hmm. give us a little bit of an elevator pitch. Yes. So I have been in business for 10 and a half years. I started Chelsea's Boutique um, in Chamberlain, which is my hometown. I was there for about four and a half years before I just grew to a point where I kind of hit the ceiling and knew it was time to move on to something a little bit bigger. So I moved to downtown Sioux Falls and our boutique is really focused around the empowerment of women. So we have monthly empowerment events, we do personal styling sessions, and our in-store experience is really unlike 
other places because we that is the one thing we really focus on. So um, like I said, that's been for 10 and a half years. And then at the beginning of 2019, I decided to launch another business called Underneath the Clothes, which is a business and life coaching um, company that helps women entrepreneurs take control of their business instead of their business controlling them. Because I'm sure you have seen this happen as well. You, we get into entrepreneurship because we want to make our own schedule. We want to have all this extra time. We want to do the things we love and we want to make all this extra money. And then we get to the point where we're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually paying myself like $5 an hour because I'm working a hundred hours a week and not paying myself what my value is. And so my goal, because I've been there, I, I went through that all. I was on the brink of selling my business because I was so exhausted and, wor- and worn down. But I figured out how to set up business so that you don't, it doesn't have to run you and you get to run it and you get to work on it instead of in it. And so that is my goal is to walk women entrepreneurs through that process and how they get to that point where they get their life back and they get to actually do the fun things that they set out to do within their business. So it sounds like the the second business underneath the clothes kind of, it wasn't necessarily like in your plans, right? It it came about because of a problem that you were having. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So about two years ago, um, it was, I, I was exhausted and like dreading going into work every day. And I'm like, this is my baby. This is this thing that I've poured so much love into and energy. And I, you know, this is my life. And all of a sudden I'm like not wanting to be around it. You know, I'm like, what is going on? And so at, at that time I'd also was in the MB women's leadership program. And I remember we had taken, um, a test, a strengths finder test. And one of the tasks that we had to do was write out all of, um, all of like our to-do lists and then align them with what our strengths are. And so I had remembered that. And in that moment I was like, okay, Charles, you get, you get six months to change things around to the point where you're paying yourself what your value is. You're working less than 40 hours a week and you're actually able to make your own schedule and see your friends and family again. And so that was like my mission. And then I remembered this test I had taken in this and what we had done with this strengths finder results and combine them together. And with that, I was able to see, okay, no wonder I'm unhappy in my job. I'm not doing anything that aligns with my strengths. Top, my top four out of five are all have to do with relationship building, right? But I was spending all my time behind a computer doing our marketing and our social media and our newsletters and ordering and like all these things that, yeah, well, I can do them and I'm good at them. They don't set my soul on fire. I'm not able to interact one-on-one with people. I'm not able to help them grow and flourish. And the things that I love about being an entrepreneur and a leader is being able to help my team grow. Um, so I was able to look at that and then figure out what were the steps I needed to take in order to get back in alignment with my strengths. And by doing that and delegating, eliminating, and automating all the other tasks, then I was able to actually love my business again, pay myself what my value is, and have the freedom to do the things I wanted to do again. For people who are not familiar with the Strengths Finder test, can you just talk a little bit about that and what it all entails? Yes, exactly. So my top five um, are empathy, which means uh, 
pretty much I can walk into a room and read the energy and understand how people are feeling. So even if you have a hard time trying to explain to me how you're feeling, I can probably nail it for you pretty quickly on how you are actually feeling. So it allows me to connect with people really deeply, almost instantly. Um, my next one is developer. So I love helping people grow and develop and that process of watching them go from point A to point B, like it lights me up. I get so jazzed about it and I can even notice the smallest little incremental, um, growth happening in people that they don't even notice in themselves. Next is relator. So that's my ability to be able to relate to other people. And I think that with the empathy really allows me to connect with people, like I said, almost immediately. And so it helps me to be able to see what they're going through and how that relates, how that's kind of related to what other things they have going on in their life. Um, Then we have Includer. Uh, This one was a difficult one for me to understand because it's like you want everyone to be on the same page for moving forward. And I think as an entrepreneur, that just is never the case. I'm like, I don't understand this one. Thankfully, I had a coach that kind of helped me. But for me, this one shows up in that I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to be as happy as I am. And I want them to be included in that happiness and to share that with them. And then my last one is Activator, which pretty much just means I like to get things done and I like to get them done very quickly. So what I love so much about Finder is there are so many personality tests out there, right? There's the Enneagram, there's Myers-Briggs, there's all of that. And they're all great. And I've taken all of them and they're all wonderful. However, Finder goes to such a deeper level. Okay, so the chances of you having the same strengths in the same order as anyone else is 1 in 20 million. Oh, wow. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. So that's how unique they are to each individual person. Because if you look at other strengths, it's like, one in 16 you might have the same as someone else or whatever so this just goes to such a deeper level of really getting to know who you are and why you show up the way you do and for me when I coach people with strengths it's like they understand who they are on such a deeper level and it gives them this confidence that they were like oh I this is a gift to me not like oh everyone can do this you know we get to this point where we just assume that the way we are, the things that we do is the way everyone else does it and the way they think about things. Oh, it's but so it's, it's it's not, you know, and that's why we get frustrated with other people because they're like, how are you not seeing it this way? And it's because their strengths are so much different than ours. And so being able to help them get to a place, help people get to a place where they understand um, what their strengths are and how to embody them and then have the confidence with them is like my favorite part of doing strengths coaching. This is a very obvious statement, but the reason that I love StrengthsFinder so much when it comes to personality tests is that it does focus on your strengths. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, I mean, it talks about some of the things that you may struggle with, but for the most part, the focus is on what makes you, you like an incredible human. And I think that that's really refreshing. It really is. The one thing I like about it too, is they call them barrier labels. So we, when you see a strength, there's obviously the good and there's the bad of it. But knowing the bad of how a strength shows up actually helps you to be able to be in control of it. So for an instance, for me, um, with having activator high and wanting to get things done, it also means I like picking up new things and starting them, but I don't often mm. finish them. So knowing that about myself, first I put rules in place of how many new things I can do in a year. And I make my husband keep me to that. Um, and then also I surround my people, knowing that I have a hard time finishing things, I surround myself, I hire the right people who are executors. That That is their strength. And so knowing that I surround myself with the people I need in order to finish a project um, because that's what their strengths are and it balances out what my strengths are. 
So that is a great point and leads into what I really want to talk about today, which is using StrengthsFinder in business. And you already hit on one thing, which is, you know, once you kind of know what your strengths are, you're able to surround yourself with people who are really good at the things that you maybe struggle with, which I would imagine is huge when it comes to hiring in business. Oh my gosh, it totally is. And it's a question we ask in every interview or excuse me, in every application, what are your top five strengths? Because I want to know, you know, if I'm hiring for a position where I do need you to execute and I need you to finish things, if you have no executing in your strengths, then there might be a little bit of a problem there, right? And so it obviously is not like a tell-all. It's, you know, just because someone has something in their top five doesn't necessarily mean they've tapped into it yet either. So knowing that, you know, I I like to just caution people that, yes, you can ask that, but don't let it be your deciding factor when it comes to hiring someone. You still need to ask the right questions about the job and the position and your culture and and all of that. But um, yeah, we utilize it a ton in, in both of um, my businesses and I, I coach um, each of my managers uh, every month on what what are your strengths and what are your tasks and are they aligning what do we need to shift around what are new things you want to take on um, how are you showing up what things need to shift all of that kind of stuff and it really helps build up this culture where you get to a point where it's like okay a project isn't getting done we know we can give it to Allison because anything we give to her like gets done because yeah. she has a lot of executing or like something needs to be organized. All right, we know we can give it to Becky because she loves organizing and she's great at it and she's the kind of person we go to. So really knowing not only you as the leader but your team and what their strengths are um, is huge in like finishing projects and getting them done and knowing who when you're creating organizational charts for things, who should be in charge of, of what pieces. It's like a business secret weapon. Yes, it totally is. And if you can't tell, I get so jazzed talking about it. I'm just like, I want to talk about strengths all day. It's when I first became certified, it was literally like the first thing I'd say to people, like, what are your, have you ever taken the strengths? Find out your top five strengths. And if they haven't, I'm like, I'll hook you up. I can do the code to take it so I can know. I um, went through a period. I StrengthsFinder is my favorite test, um, and I went through a period where I was especially obsessed with it. And my mother was too, and she literally bought it for all of our family. She was like, <laughs> "I need to know what everyone is." <laughs> it really just helps you understand someone on such a deeper level, like almost immediately. It with, does. I mean, that's why I think I love asking people who I've just met because it lets me kind of look into who they are without having to have you know, a super deep conversation with them. It's like, oh, I understand who you are right now. We'll get right back to this episode with Chelsea. But first, I want to share that this episode is sponsored by Profile by Sanford. Last year, I had the biggest year in business that I've ever had. And unfortunately, what that also meant was my health seriously suffered. I wasn't taking time for myself. I was overworked and I wasn't paying attention to my well-being. This year, I'm making a change, and I'm so excited to be partnering with Profile by Sanford. Profile is a doctor-developed nutrition and lifestyle program that utilizes one-on-one health coaching to help members pursue, attain, and sustain a healthy lifestyle and ideal weight. They even have a program just for expecting and nursing moms, which is what I'll be following for most of this year. 
This program approaches a healthy lifestyle from all angles. At my first appointment, we talked about how much water I was drinking and if I was leaving my desk for lunch. It sounds crazy, but I hadn't even considered those things as part of my health, but those little decisions add up to so much. You can use the code MADDIEPASHONG for $100 off your membership. Just head to the show notes at TakeItPersonallyPodcast.com for the code and more information. Now back to the episode. Do you think that StrengthsFinder works best in a particular type of business or is it just like across the board it can be, it can be really helpful? What's your opinion on that? I think it works for literally any business and I have coached almost all kinds of businesses and business owners and leaders with it and even people who aren't business owners and who are just leaders mm-hmm. and that could be being a mom or being a manager of a team whatever that looks like because the more we know about ourselves and about the people we're leading and managing obviously the better we can show up and the better we can continue to keep growing our business so I highly recommend anyone who's in any kind of a leader position which if you're listening to this you're definitely in a leadership role taking the strengths finder and diving deeper into who you are and how it makes you tick in the way you show up what's been an unexpected benefit of learning more about strengths finder and you're a, a certified coach is that the title? I am okay. yes yep so I'm a certified strengths finder coach um I think the added benefit I didn't realize was how quickly I'm able to see the place that, like the tasks I have on my plate that I shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Right? We get so caught into the day to day grind of like, okay, this is on my to do list. I just need to get it done. But knowing what my strengths are, I'm able to, you know, every couple months I I take a breath and I'm like, all right, I need to reevaluate all these tasks that are on my to do list again and are they still aligning with my strengths or did something just get thrown on there because I may be the most capable on our team at this moment to finish this task, but it's not really something I should be doing because it's not aligning with my strengths. So I guess just having that kind of in my back pocket that I can always refer to and kind of check in with myself because if you're a business owner, you don't have anyone else checking in on you. You have to do it yourself, right? And so being able to have this in your back pocket, it's kind of like your own little coach sitting there and being Mm -hmm. like, okay, are you still aligning with what your strengths are and what your to-do list is? And um, when we align with our strengths, we are so much more productive. Our energy isn't drained because we're loving what we're doing. I mean, I'm sure there's times when you guys have been sitting down and you're finishing a task and it's something you love doing and so much time has passed and you had no idea that it's that the time has passed because you just love doing it so much and I guarantee that that task aligned with one of your strengths. And by the same token, you've probably also done tasks that you hate <laughs> and it feels like it drags on forever oh and gosh. you can never gain the traction and just yes. being able to then look at your strengths and say, okay, it's because this doesn't vibe with my strengths and that's okay, mm-hmm. but what can we do about it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What would your advice be to people who are starting to look at StrengthsFinder in their own life or in their business? So the one thing I always say, like kind of a starting point if, if you've done StrengthsFinder, is to sit down and do the tasks I talked about earlier. Write down everything that's on your to-do list. Write it all out and then go through and write what are the strengths, that, your top five or ten. If you've done the full 34, then I would say your top ten. Um, so your top five to ten and write next to them which one, two, or three you're using. And maybe you're not using any and that's okay too. You don't have to write anything down if you're not using any. So use write down the strengths beside the tasks and then go back through and circle the things you love doing. What are, what are the things that you lose track of time? that sets your soul on fire that fuels you with energy 
And then once you're done with that, go back and see, is there a correlation? Are the things that you've circled that you love doing correlated with a certain strength or strengths, period, or um, the opposite, like the things you don't love doing? Is it because you have no strengths attached to them? And that's a great starting point to figure out, okay, what are the things I need to get off my plate and hire people to do so that I'm not feeling drained? Because the only way we can grow our business is if we're doing the things that only we can do. And if we're spending time doing all these other little to-do tasks that need to get done, then we're not we're not being the visionary. We're not doing the thing that we're meant to be doing in our business. Oh, it's so true. And I think that when people get to the point where they they can feel it, like they can feel like they're kind of on that edge of like, their business massively growing or just kind of staying status quo. I think that that is the biggest change you see people make is Mm -hmm. investing the time where where only they can be. Um, But a lot of, I I just think that there are so many entrepreneurs who like that, I mean, it it is a challenge. That's really hard Mm -hmm. to be able to say like, um, this particular thing that I've done for the past 10 years and that's just part of my day to day, but I don't like doing it Mm -hmm. and it doesn't set me on fire and it's not growing my business, you know, to, to pass that on to somebody. And when it is your baby. Exactly. So there's the obviously letting go of control piece of it, right? Like we don't want to let go of this baby we've created and they're not going to do it as good as you. And guess what? They're probably not going to do it as good as you or to the level that you want it to be done. But 80% done is better than 0% and draining you, right? And so being able to let go of the control piece. So then the other piece of that is the money part, right? Like if we have to hire someone, then that's less money for us. But what we forget is when you hire the right people, they will pay for themselves, right? So if you're spending time doing your accounting or like how many entrepreneurs actually love doing accounting, but still do it, right? Like, why are we spending our time doing this? Hire someone who's going to do it and they're going to do it very quickly. And think about all that time you're going to gain back. So maybe it takes you three hours to do your books every week and it takes an accountant an hour and you're paying them, let's say a hundred bucks a month. How much you're telling me that you're not worth more than $30 an hour. Like, yes, you are. And I listened on this podcast once And it was so good. And he said, uh, it was, I don't remember what it was, but some guy was coaching another guy. And he said, um, right now I'm doing all my mark, like all of my website design and like, I'm not great at it, but it needs to get done. And he goes, how much do you charge an hour? And he said, $250 an hour. And he goes, would you pay a subpar web designer $250 an hour? And he goes, no, are you crazy? He goes, then why are you doing it? And I was like, yes. Like, yes, we all need to hear that. Like, why are we spending our time doing the things we're not great at and we're losing money doing it when we think we're saving, but we're really not? When I started outsourcing in my business, it was stuff that was taking me a long time, partly because it wasn't in my skill set and partly because I hated doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was actually shocked at how little it cost me to outsource based on, because I, you know, when I, when it came to my accounting, I was maybe spending five hours a month pulling my hair out. And then when my accountant and my bookkeeper were like, oh, it'll be this much a month. I'm like, it was mind blowing to me because I thought mm-hmm. that much money to free up five hours of my time and sanity done. Like I know. it's just, it, it's a game changer if you can look at it from that lens. Yes, exactly. And I think too, we get stuck in this thinking of like, well, 
nobody wants to just work four or five hours a week. It's like, no, some people love doing that. They love working for multiple people four or five hours and then having a full-time job that way. And some people just love working part-time because they're a mom too or they're, they have a lot of side businesses that they're working on, whatever that is. So knowing that you don't have to hire someone full-time to take over or take off some of the things on your plate. That was one of the things, and still, like, to this day, it's something that I'm learning every day. So I have a woman on my team who supports me in every aspect of my business. She's a unicorn. And sometimes, I'm, I'm constantly checking in with her to make sure that she likes what she's doing and all of those things, because a lot of the things that she's doing are things I hate doing. Yes. And I need to, I, I have to constantly remind myself that, like, just because I hate doing it doesn't mean she does. You know, mm-hmm. she's very type A. She's very organized. So she loves spreadsheets, and she love and I hate it. Yes. <laughs> so it's, I, I sometimes will feel bad sending her those things, but it's what lights her up, because yes. she's so good at it. Uh-huh. And so sometimes I think as CEOs as entrepreneurs we think well but everybody wants to be the boss everybody wants to be the visionary no they don't not necessarily Uh sometimes they want to be in the details and god bless them I know right I'm like I don't get it but I love you (laughs) for for wanting to do this totally totally I love it um so Chelsea what's getting you excited right now what are you working on Oh, okay. So, um, I'm I, excited about I this. know. I'm so excited. So I'm working on my first digital course. So I worked with, in 2019, uh, 21 women entrepreneurs, one-on-one coaching. And the one thing, literally, this was consistent across the board with every single one I worked with is hiring. Like, how do you get the right people? How do you figure out who you need to hire? All of this stuff. And I just... I, it's like my favorite thing to talk about because I love my employees so much. Like they allow me to be able to have another business, to run two masterminds programs, to do a weekly podcast. Like people ask me all the time, Chelsea, how do you do it all? And I say, I don't do it all. I have incredible people that help me to do it all. And they support me and they allow me to, to have this life. And so I get so jazzed talking about hiring. And so I was like, okay, I need to be able to reach more people because like I mentioned earlier, my goal is to help women entrepreneurs take control of their business, sell their business running you. The first place that starts is with hiring people mm-hmm. and getting those tasks off your plate that don't let you up or don't align with your with your strengths. And so that's where I'm starting. And my goal is to be able to reach way more women than I can working one-on-one with them and to actually be able to offer a course to them that's a lot less expensive than working with me one-on-one because I only have so many hours in my day. There's only so many people I can take on. And so here's a course, do it at your own pace. Uh, it's not, you don't have to pay as much as working one-on-one with me. And so I'm working on that. It'll be launching in March of 2020. So I'm super, super stoked for that. Um, I have been working months and months and we have been creating it and picking it apart and recreating it. And it's really just a step-by-step guide to get you to the point where you are hiring the right people for your small business because anyone can hire, right? We can hire someone, they can fill the space, they can be a warm body, but that's not gonna help you grow, right? Yes, when I said when you hire the right people, they pay for themselves, but you do have to hire the right people. You can't just hire a person to fill the space. And so I really walk you through and the reason I think this is so much uh, different and unique than other things, you know, if you just did a quick Google search or whatever it is, is because I start you from the beginning. Like you have to know your organizational chart. You have to know what your strengths are. You have to know what, if you have a team currently, what their strengths are and are they happy in what they're doing and then fill in the gaps. What are we missing here? Do I need a full-time person or do I just need someone for five hours? 
What is your core value and mission statement? This is something you'd be surprised how many businesses do not have a core value and mission statement. Well, how can you bring someone into your team that's gonna be a part of this amazing culture you have when they have no idea what you're even about, right? So knowing, I walk you through knowing what that is, how to create that. So we really get down to like the base. Like we have to start somewhere and then we can start building it up and then how do you create a great job description and application process and what are the interview questions you have to ask and just kind of take you through all of that to to the point to where you get to actually making an offer to someone and how do you make it tailored to them instead of just making a generic job offer. So I'm so, so excited for that to launch um, in March. I'm excited for this. You've, you've done a great job in the past couple of weeks um, doing the series on your own podcast about hiring. And every time I listen to an episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to learn more. So looking at growing my own team in 2020, I'm so excited about this. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'm stoked. So where can people find you online? So they can go to uh, my website. It's just underneaththeclothes.com or they can follow me on Facebook or Instagram at underneaththeclothes. I also have a freebie I'd love to offer your listeners. Uh, It's my 10 tips for making it 10 years in business. So if they are interested in that, I'm sure you will share the link at the bottom in the show notes. Yes, we will add that to the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, Chelsea. Thank you. This is such a pleasure. Yes, this is great. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.